This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. spooky episode today it's frightening it's scary let me turn off my light because my roommate has like rigged all of our lights to be like scary so they're all like it's all red i hate it i hate it so much so all your lights are in your apartment are like that right now they are they are all like that it it is a hell to me why i don't know because rory is a he's a fickle man who likes were you guys like having a halloween party or anything literally no you're just getting seasonal he just wants to get into the he wants to get into the mood, I guess, of of hell. <laughs> That's amazing. I am I literally my heart right now, I feel it like oh. palpitating with how much sugar I've ingested today. So I live in a house, <laughs> right? This is the first yeah. year that I have lived in like a legitimate house, not an apartment or like a dorm or anything. So right. my roommates and I were just out like on our front porch because we had a whole bunch of trick or treaters. So oh my we're, god yeah, i'm so jealous <laughs> it's really cute uh so we were out there for like two hours oh which really god. just means that like we were eating candy while we were waiting for people to come take the rest of our candy so i've just i've mm. eaten so much sugar today do you feel like really sweaty now like sweaty no with candy? i just i just feel like i could uh, punch through a wall <laughs> it's like that kind of sugar high I'm going to run a marathon, BRB. <laughs> I would love to see you try to do that, actually. Wow. You, are you saying that I can't, I couldn't run a marathon? I'm saying that, like, it would be really funny to watch you do that. Yeah. I, Christina, I could do anything I put my mind to. Oh. In this state. Okay. I've had two Kit Kats <laughs> and a Reese's peanut butter cup, and I'm ready to fucking go. Audrey, that is not much candy. Like that is that is three pieces of candy. <laughs> it's three pieces of candy, but like how, you're not you have that to understand small. That, like this is like round three of like the candy that I've had so far today. Like because we had oh, a thing at work okay. this morning. I came into the office and I just had a Milky Way. Like a like a whole full size. No, no, like a Halloween size Milky Way. Oh. Because everybody had, like, candy on their desks from a thing that we did yesterday. And I was like, well, I'm just going to have this Milky Way for breakfast. So that's how this day is going to go. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween! Uh, While you're zooted on that, I took a (laughs) 
Klonopin, and I'm drinking some uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. I think they call that that adult Halloween. They do. Yeah, I want to be very calm while we record this podcast. Christina, that's like, it's very 50s housewife of you to like have taken Klonopin and just be (laughs) having like caffeine while your hair is in full foam rollers right now. I literally, yeah, I'm extremely like, I'm, I'm mad, like mad men, men hours. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like Betty Draper over here. Yeah. I'm about to like have a breakdown or something. Yeah, I use for the listeners. I use hot rollers because um, it's much better for your hair because it's not so hot. And also, you just like put it up there and like you forget it and then you brush it out. It looks great. Everyone's like, oh my god, how do you do that? I hope and Brent you say, Burns is listening to this. He's gonna be like, oh, put my hair in hot rollers. Got it. I love how he, like, when he skates out for games now, like, without his helmet, he has his hair, like, French braided back into mm-hmm. a, like, tiny ponytail. It's it looks awesome. so good. I mean, I very rarely watch Sharks games, number one, because I hate the Sharks. Brent Burns is low-key hot, first of all. Second of all, I don't apologize. Oh. oh. I don't apologize. I don't apologize. Uh, Audrey, he does not have, like, teeth and he does not wear dentures. That's okay. I guess I admire like, I admire the confidence with which he carries himself and just like not having any fucking teeth. Okay, Dad, don't listen to this, but I feel like Oh no because, because he has no teeth, he could no. probably he could probably like, you know, chow box like a little better. <laughs> you knew I was gonna say it. Okay, Dad, you can listen again. I did, I did, I did. I knew where that was going. The second, even the second I said, I think Brent Burst is attractive, I was like, Christina's going to say something about how him having no <laughs> teeth makes him better at eating girls out. And here we yeah. are. He's like one of those manta rays, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh my God, that's an yeah. awful image. I That's a, that's a spooky, that's some spooky shit right there. Wow. <laughs> really, anyway. Really dark energy to start wow. off this episode. So a lot of dark things happened this week, kind of in keeping. We've got some, we got some real chaos being thrown into the league. Two huge stories this week. Mm-hmm. One of which is Austin Matthews is out with a shoulder injury. And Put on too many coats. Pretty soon, we're going to be able to legally lose money on betting how long he's going to be out. So that's pretty cool, I guess. I'm really excited. I'm going to, I'm going to put money on how many, like how much he shops while he's out. Oh. Can you imagine? I want to go shopping with Austin Matthews so bad. Audrey's told me about this. It's not even like a sex thing. She just no, like, wants to get it's, it. No, it's as far opposite of a sex thing as you could possibly. Like, I want to be platonic friends with Austin Matthews so badly. I just feel like we have a lot in common. And <laughs> one of those things What do you have in common with Austin loving Matthews? Loving coats. Uh, both born in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. That's about it. Both were Coyotes fans from birth. Uh, and we both love coats and outerwear. Yeah. We both love garments. I feel like he would know, like, what would look good on us. You know what I mean? Like, he would be yeah. helpful. Like, I want him to style me. Yeah, I don't want him to style me because he does not have, we do not have the same style. I dig the whole streetwear thing. The coats are so big. The coats are so cool. I love wearing <laughs> clothes that are way too big for me to, like, cloak my body as much as possible. So you're a mystery? I'm really into that, yeah. So I'm just kind of like an orb of fabric. So how did he hurt his his arm again? His shoulder, whatever the fuck. 
so he hurt his this is like the second time he's hurt his or second or third time he's hurt his shoulder in the past couple of years it doesn't seem like it's like that serious it doesn't seem like there was like a separation or anything like he's not gonna have to get surgery or anything so they were playing the jets this past weekend and Mm -hmm. he it was like a really clean shoulder to shoulder hit that you know like a defenseman uh ran into him and so he went down and immediately was like I gotta get out of here. Like, this is not good. And so he, This hurts. Yeah, <laughs> this fucking sucks. Uh, so they said he's gonna be out a minimum of four weeks. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. But it's also, like, it doesn't seem like he's gonna get surgery. With the shoulder injuries, it's good to, like, take as much time as, as you want to, like... I'm glad. I'm glad that he's being safe because this is Mm -hmm. not the first time that he's been injured he was out for 20 games last season with like various things so i think it's like i mean if you're young and you're learning now to like hey Mm -hmm. stay on the safe side i'm obviously a huge asset to this team i'd rather miss a chunk of games now rather than miss like two or three chunks of games later in the season for the same thing just getting worse yeah you know it's just sort of a bummer because like he was on track to score like 50 goals this season already yeah and it puts toronto into a really weird position with some other stuff that's I happening think it's gonna be really interesting because yeah well i i mean like a classic toronto media all of a sudden people were like oh my god this is the end this is the end we might as well just cancel the franchise now Move exactly like, pe- people think think that he's not going to come back as good as he was which I'm like whatever I don't think that's true but like they why do we 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 make all this fuss about John Tavares over the summer if you know the rest of your centers can't step up and fill in this hole for the next four weeks well this sort of feeds into like the other problem that Toronto's having right now which Toronto's just having like some nice little low-key drama in Toronto at all times the messy bitches not even like fun drama like just like like money So they have this young guy named William Nylander, who is what is called a restricted free agent in hockey. And that means that he doesn't really have a lot of options, basically. Like, he can leave, but any deal that he is going to get is going to be favorable to Toronto. The difference between being a restricted free agent and an unrestricted free agent is that Mm -hmm. you have to play a certain amount of years and a certain amount of, like, time in the NHL before you can become unrestricted basically. Yes. And so what happened, so the reason this is important is because he's really, really good. Like he is the son of this amazing uh, hockey player named uh, Michael. Love those Swedish dynasties. And he's, he's a forward as well. Yeah. He's a winger. Yeah. Like he's a forward. He could, he could fill the Austin Matthews, like kind of that gap that Austin Matthews is leaving while he's injured. Right. Potentially. And, and- and moreover, they're seeing because he didn't come he didn't come to training camp uh, with them because of all this stuff going on because he wants he wants more money from Toronto. The root of all evil. He's playing in Austria right now. And so even before Austin Matthews got hurt, even though they added John Tavares, um, they're still not seeing because they didn't have this kid back, like the huge uptick the in score. Yeah, they wanted that depth in their forwards that um that Nylander was helping with last season when they like still weren't great mm-hmm. they have Nazim Kadri, they have Tavares now they have Matthews they had Nylander like that would have been an amazing you know four line setup 
upsetters. Right. But so so they're facing. So I mean, like I I know Audrey doesn't care about like salary stuff, but I I care a lot about salary stuff. So what's happening is is he wants more money than Toronto is going to be able to pay him. So like the issue is now is because I think uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner actually are going are going to be restricted free agents next year. They, that's easily going to be like half their cap space. Yeah. So they don't have the money to pay Nylander right now, like what he wants and probably what he deserves. And he wants what like eight million. He wants eight million. Yeah, which is a lot. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen from Toronto, but it might happen from somewhere else. That's the thing. So, like, this whole contract situation, from what I understand, started over the summer. Mm -hmm. And it still hasn't been resolved. It's October. I mean, it's going to be November by the time this episode is out. And the deadline, like, the trade deadline is December 1st. If you're Yeah, or or else he can't play. Yeah. So, like, either he signs with Toronto or he gets traded in the next month or else he's out for the entire season. Right. Like, the reason I bring this up in, in, the, in the context of the Austin Matthews discussion is because I think this puts him in a better position. Because now they're going to be like, shit. Like- now, yeah, now Toronto's going to... And might want to play ball. Yeah. So so what's been happening is we've been seeing uh, Kyle Dubas like around Christina's boo. Oh my god, he's so cute. Oh, not my thing at all. But Kyle, call me. But yeah, so he you uh, we've been seeing him around at like a lot of games. Like I think he was at the Hurricanes. He was at a Sabres game. He was at a couple other places because they're trying to find a place for him. Well, also like yeah, he's doing like scouting, but also. A part of me is like, is Kyle Dubas just going to all these games to make Nylander worried that he's going to be replaced, you know, with with a player who might be younger and less experienced, but willing to take less money, who like is promising up and comer. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen? There were rumors like a couple of weeks ago, I think that maybe he was like going to look at Andre Burkowski. <gasps> no, no! So, but exactly. It's like, I mean, like that's not going to happen. But it's no. like that kind of rumor mill gets going real fucking fast when like especially in Toronto when you see a GM just traveling up and down the east coast and he's like what I just like hockey games I just like go to (laughs) hockey games like shut the fuck up Kyle you don't like hockey you just like numbers yeah you just like money and then last week he was in Switzerland Mm -hmm. he went to go meet with Nylander and like his agent and his team and whatever Nylander did not come back yeah he didn't get on the plane with him I mean can you imagine that's what was supposed to happen (laughs) he like got off the plane in Toronto (laughs) he's like I brought him back (laughs) I brought him back to us yeah it was my boy my beautiful boy it was supposed to be a Nylander escort mission like he was supposed to come (laughs) back from Austria like with Kyle like that's what I mean because like it's a huge fuck you to not go to training camp and then like play in like some Austrian like bullshit league I don't know what's gonna happen I think it's gonna I mean I think the Austin Matthews injury my thing is with this whole situation is if you are young and you're a really good player why would you not take why would you not take like 6.5 million this year and be on a team that may be cup contenders? Here's the thing though, what you're not thinking about is there's going to be a lockout. I don't know if there is though. There is definitely going to be a lockout. Like they I mean like like they're structuring contracts so because they're anticipating maybe even a year long like lockout. You can't save your money and live off like 6.5 million dollars for 2 years. 
Well, no, that's not the way it works. It's like they want the big signing bonus. And like you Ugh. like you can't get a big signing bonus unless you have like a bigger salary. I just think they should all just get along and have a good time. They're getting so much money. Just budget. Jesus Christ. Right. Do I need to come run your budget for you? Like I mean, maybe. Start shopping at Walmart like yeah. the rest of us. Buy your buy your coats from H and M and not Valentino. Austin Matthews. Stop buying so many fucking Valentino coats, and maybe this wouldn't be an issue. And then the other thing that happened is that the NHL uh, has officially partnered with MGM to do some sort of gambling thing. I love gambling, so this is very exciting for me. I've never gambled. I really, honestly, I don't know how it works. I don't know how sports gambling works. I've never really had enough money to, like, want to understand how gambling works. I mean, I just gamble with my life every day. Put it all on the line. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I Will get I make it through today? Who knows? I I don't know. Not me. Training or crossing the, the street. To... Oh, yeah. I'm going to get Jay hit walking? by a car any day now. I saw a kid get hit by a car once. Oh, really? Did he die? No. Uh, I was in high school. I was actually on a chorus trip to Myrtle Whoa. Beach, South Carolina. And yeah, it was it was truly Myrtle Beach is a disgusting town. A man hit a kid who was traveling with us because the kid was jaywalking and Hmm. ran out into the middle of the street and the car like other cars had stopped. So this was a car who was just not paying attention. Um, And the kid got hit, rolled up over the windshield of the car, fell off and then got up and then the car drove away. Did not That's a hit stop. and run. That's a felony. <laughs> it's a, I saw a felony. It was very upsetting. <laughs> oh my God. I had just started learning to drive and I was like, I don't really think <laughs> I should be doing this after seeing this kid get hit by a car. And like, anyway, that now that's how I understand gambling is that we're all doing it all the time. Every choice we make. It's a gamble. I'm betting my uh, like retirement on just getting hit by like a CTA bus. The climate change news that's come out this week, I'm literally on the verge of just cashing out my 401k and being like, well, here we are. Let's go to Calgary, baby. Let's fucking do it. Oh, yes. Let's go to Calgary. Yes. So th- there's gambling that's going to be happening, but only in in the US yeah. because sports gambling is still pretty illegal in Canada. Wow. Prudes. I think gambling is for men. I think it's a boy thing. <laughs> it's a boy thing. Like, I don't get it. Like, girls I, like, don't do I, it. <laughs> girls don't gamble. We just, like, don't get it. Girls don't buy drugs. Girls don't gamble. Girls don't fart. That one's true. All of these things. Like, I just, like, I don't, I don't even know, like, how. I also just don't understand why it was illegal. Because it's, like, Puritan. Oh, well, I think some of it actually is, like, puritanical bullshit, but it's also some protectionary laws. And I guess, like, it's a, you know, it creates another sector of the economy that, like, you can't really regulate in the same way. But you can. You you can make money that's what they're doing now. That's what they're doing now. This is mostly exciting for me because there is an MGM casino in D.C. now that just opened, like, two years ago. So Mm -hmm. I will apparently be able to gamble on caps games which i will not do audrey we should do that (laughs) i don't want to do it i don't want to lose money whenever i come to dc and meet audrey for the first time people are gonna send us money to gamble with basically i don't know anything else about what's happening with that because apparently it's gender thing and i just can't read also, I neither of us did any research on it. So and I'm not interested not... in doing it. I'm not interested in doing any research. Another cancer characteristic that I am 
really guilty of is being extremely careful with my money. So like Mm. the thought of just putting it down and maybe not getting it back is just really unappealing to me. (laughs) I have something that I would like to say. I would like to make a statement. No, I just want to say this to everybody. Everybody who's listening, everybody who's not listening, and you. The Arizona Coyotes. Oh, no. Beat Tampa 7-1 to this past weekend. And they have scored 27 goals in their last six games. Goodbye, Arizona Coyotes Stanley Cup champions 2019. I admire this level of, like, self-delusion. That's all I'm saying. Audrey, they don't have the depth. They cannot do it. No. Alex Galchenyuk is back. I believe in them. Audrey I believe and I in them. talk about this every day over, like, G-Chat or boys. some other. Like, she's she's just, like, she's 100%. Calling it out. Western Conference Finals. She sharks, thinks they're going to beat the Sharks. Sharks I don't... and Coyotes. It's what's going to happen. Uh, listen, the Kings are out. Their goalie, just like uh, Jonathan Quick, He's mm-hmm. he just had surgery and he's going to be out with a knee thing for who knows how long. They're done. They're cooked. Looks like he's going to be Jonathan Slow. Sorry. That's Thank so you. fucking stupid. Thank you. You saw me You saw me lean in I'm and just, you knew that I wanted to I'm say something. All I'm saying is that the Yotes could just slip right in there. Just, they're just going to slip into that little spot. I'm just kidding. It's going to be the Avs, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't think it's going to be the Avs either. No. Like, <laughs> the Avs are so good right now. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you for sharing. That's my new mantra. I think it's going to be the Preds that win the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah? What's yeah. changed your mind? I thought you thought Toronto was going to be a... I don't know. Now that, like, uh, Austin's hurt. This is so dumb. I hate... The dumb thing is that I hate all, like, cocky Twitter men who make predictions about out Cup in October. But, like, mm-hmm. here we are doing this. But I think that we're right and they're wrong. I think that, like, we're allowed to do whatever we want because we're women. And that is feminism. <laughs> That's right. That's feminism, baby. Did we talk about the Tom Wilson thing last week? I think I can't remember. We did. And okay. his appeal of the appeal was today. But oh, we didn't we're, we're not going to hear anything for a couple days be... probably. And honestly, I'm making a huge jack off motion right now just to the sky. What the fuck ever. We'll talk about it next week. His I guess. Halloween costume was shitty too, so. What was he? He and his girlfriend were that character from the Sandlot and that girl, the life Wendy Peppercorn. The, Ew, yeah. uh, that's so basic. It was so, that's what, I was like, you're just wearing a white t-shirt and fake glasses. Like, that's your whole oh costume. My God. It was really dumb. And there were some good ones, too, from the Caps. Yeah, there were some pretty, there were some pretty good Halloween costumes this year. Did you see, oh my God, did you see Connor McDavid's? It was. I hated it. I hate it. I'm never going to get that image out of my head. It's so awful. He and his girlfriend were Homer and Marge Simpson, and just the amount of, like, yellow body paint involved in that like situation i just kept thinking about like how his skin must just have this yellow undertone now that he's like like, a jaundice yeah like why he he already looks unwell (laughs) it was just like he didn't even look like he was having a good time in the picture like he just looked uncomfortable horrible yeah pretty much par for the course there but um hey (laughs) halloween costumes that involve like an overwhelming amount of body paint like that not just because like you can't can you touch people like it's just i would worry about it rubbing off all night like you can't sweat you can't eat plus you have to go through the whole you know putting it on it's just for pictures yeah i want a costume that i can get black out in and like and not worry about it smearing off on somebody else's face oh 
Oh, Audrey kissed someone? No, I've never done that. That's In this fake economy? News. Fake news. <laughs> the only uh, body paint like that I've ever liked is whenever TJ Oshi and his wife. When TJ dresses up like a furry? Yeah. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that where she was like she was like holding him with a leash. I think that they're freaks. I'm sorry. Like You know who else did that this year? Who? In a, like a legitimate fur suit not makeup is Tyson Berry and his girlfriend who I just found out existed yesterday. Wow, how are you doing, Audrey? Really bad. I'm <laughs> doing honestly <laughs> very poorly. <laughs> Venus is in retrograde. This, uh, is, this was bound to happen. Ooh. I saw the pictures and I my heart just sank. And I was like, you look like a furry. So small comfort. Do we want to talk about mental health now that you're really sad? Yeah, I've been sad all fucking weeks. So this is a really it's a good week to talk about mental health. A because of like the couple of stories that came out this week. B, because I have been having a terrible mental health, like, breakdown the past about week and a half. So I'm ready to talk about people who are actually dealing with their issues so that I feel like I'm dealing with mine. You are. You're doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. I am living vicariously through people who have the money and the resources and the support to uh, really turn it around. Yeah, really turn it around. Yeah, who did you want to talk about? So we have several. So, like, this week... Uh, there, there was a couple of really, really great stories sort of talking about. Yeah, it was weird that all these kind of came out in like a 72-hour span. Sorry, I keep right. lighting this candle while we record, and then like 15 minutes in, it gets too overwhelmingly smelly, and I have to blow it out. Oh, you're like, taking I'm... your hair out and looking at your curls. <laughs> this yeah, that one, that bitch. Fun. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, so um, a couple of them came out. Uh, One of them was on our sweet boy Andre, who has spoken in the past about his... uh, Anxiety. I I think he, you know, he has some like anxiety issues, some like he beats himself up uh, a lot for having, for poor performance, like to the point where it will affect performance and the rest of his gains. Um, Yes. And at the end of last season, he did... Which was a big deal. He like he was like, I'm going to see a sports psychologist over the summer. Like there are some issues that I really want to work on. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, again, I feel like we talk about this every week, but the NHL, like most other sports leagues, and like most things that deal with men in general, is not very open about like mental health issues, especially no. when it comes to like concussions and head injuries and how that can possibly affect your brain and your emotions. Well, as of right now, the NHL um, basically doesn't acknowledge that concussions cause problems. Yeah, <laughs> like, like they have they have no official position on that. Yeah, and sort of so there was that piece, and then there was the piece on in the Athletic actually about Tyler Parsons. Oh yes, who is a pros- He's a Flames prospect. Uh, he's a goalie. And like the things that like uh, that are similar about this guy and also Andre is that they're both very young. And sort of in, like, a weird place in terms of, like, their future with the team. Yeah. Like, the, you know, neither of them have signed multi-year contracts. They're not mm-hmm. um, necessarily, like, the figureheads of whatever franchise they're attached to. So there's a ton of the pressure. The Tyler Parsons piece was really great because it was very... It was very much a piece about, okay, I've had, I had this total, like, emotional breakdown and I want to talk about it as candidly as possible so that other people know that it's okay to come forward. Right. I mean, something that's been interesting to me about all these pieces is that they really focus on 
not really like mental health is like I'm depressed I have anxiety but how it affects their game and I guess like that's like what people are interested in right yeah like but you know when I was reading the piece in what the Washington Post about Andre it was it was basically I mean he would have like a journal about like things that he could do better like on, on the ice next time and I guess it's his job and I guess it's his whole life but you know it's yeah but that was interesting to me too like are you doing that for with your personal life? yeah like things outside of the sport or are you just coming in as being like oh I might have anxiety and it is only attached to hockey nothing else in my life and to me, that's just like extreme. It just shows toxic masculinity a little bit because you know they only want to focus on that part and not sort of where the anger, like where yeah, the like is the works. is this a larger issue? Is it attached to other things in my life? I think that's really interesting. What's funny to me is that I was reading another piece in the Athletic that on Robin Leonard, who's the goalie for the Islanders, who last year when he was playing in Buffalo, basically he had some major addiction issues got to the point where he had to leave and like go to an inpatient rehab facility because he was and he was eventually diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder but he yeah was you know abusing alcohol and like other substances and kind of the interesting thing about the piece that like the follow-up piece that came out this week is like okay how is he dealing with being sober now that he's going on road trips and playing games in other cities with you know all these younger guys on the team who when you're traveling as a team when you go to other cities the first thing that they do is like okay let's go out like let's go to a bar let's go get a beer so much of that you know team building bonding culture is built around alcohol And like as a recovering alcoholic and somebody who's dealing with bipolar disorder, like how do you deal with that? I will be interested to see if more people start coming forward. I would love it if they did. I think it would be great. I mean, it's a sport that like doesn't, any sign of weakness is like, can be used against you and in terms like on the ice and in like your salary negotiations. Exactly. And I mean, I don't know. I, I It's weird because I think outside of sports, We've kind of come to the point mm-hmm. in society in general where you may struggle with mental health issues, but that isn't necessarily a sign that you are weaker than other right. people. However, in this bizarro sports world, mm-hmm. it's still a sign of like, oh, can we depend on this guy? Is his performance going to be reliable? Is something wrong with him? Right. Which is very, I don't, I mean, like, I can't imagine dealing with that, like, as somebody who deals with mental health bullshit all the time of my own. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. It's really difficult. It bums me out to read about, just because, like, I mean, like, I can't imagine having my whole career leverage on yeah, exactly. the fact that, like, exactly. I have anxiety. Because I do. Like, I'm a very anxious person. And so, like... I'm not. I'm chill all the time. 100%. You are. That is, that is the li- biggest lie you've ever told in your whole life, mm. Audrey. But, like, you know, something that struck me when I was reading the Washington Post piece is just, it made me sad. Like, it made me sad that, like, he is, I know that he's, like, working for it, and I know that, but the, like, yeah, but like that, that you're treating it through this additional lens. Yes. What he's doing is CBT. Like, he's he's journaling, he's, but I'm, it's like. It's an entire other set of baggage that you have to factor in. And, like, as, as a larger picture, like, it just show, sort of shows what's wrong with, like, the development process of the NHL. And, like, I hit yeah. on this a lot because, like, I think it's fucked up. But basically, I mean, all of these guys stopped going to school at, like, age 15. Yeah. Concerning. Yeah, and which doesn't make you stupid. But it does sort of, I feel like, limit your emotional intelligence or able to, like, under, ability to, like, understand, like, what, what you're going through. Right, exactly. So, like, they don't have the words to say what's going on. 
And so, you know, it all gets brought down to, like, okay, how can I improve my game, but, like, not get too stressed out about it. And, I mean, similarly to that, when you're a 16 or 17-year-old kid and you're playing at a much higher level and maybe you're, you know, playing on an AHL team or whatever. Yeah. And you're playing with guys who are, in some cases, almost twice your age and they're from an entirely different generation where they – it's, like, a complete liability to even acknowledge that – you feel shitty sometimes in your brain it's that kind of thing where you're around you're around people like that all the time you know how are you going to learn at that impressionable an age where you how to deal with your shit yeah and the answer is you're not no until you have like a full-on mental fucking breakdown and like compounded by all this is the fact that they're getting body checked by like yeah. full-grown like your head is starting your head is just constantly slamming into hard surfaces they all have like jelly for brains we say that affectionately i say that affectionately we love those jelly brains yeah but i think it's awful that i mean like in, if you're playing in the chl you're playing in the ahl you're getting body checked by like 35 year old defense yeah who are 200 when you're, pounds when you're 50 yeah And that, like, rattles your shit and makes you insane. And the connections between having injuries like that as more than just a physical thing, as something that can affect your emotions. I I mean, like, obviously the science behind that is still developing. But again, it's something that you may not be educated on as much. You You might not be looking for the signs. I mean, I think it's pretty well known that it's out there. Oh, yeah. I read this, like, really excellent piece in the Detroit Free Press about um like this former hockey star Joe Murphy who played for the Red Wings he like won the NCAA national championship for um Mich- Michigan State back in the 80s and he is literally homeless yeah because i mean he just got his shit rocked so many times that his brain his brain doesn't work anymore and you know you we, you had like the big settlement with um the NFL, like a, the billion dollar settlement. But like the NHL has barely acknowledged mm. that concussions are a problem. And I just feel like we're going to see more and more stories like this where people are only treating it when it becomes a problem. I, I don't know. I, I worry. I, lo- I love this. I love the sport. I love how, you know, aggressive it is. But like, Jesus Christ, like they can't keep hitting themselves in the head like that. Like that's unacceptable. Something I would really love to see an outlet do since, you know, I do not currently work in sports, sports journalism and can't do this myself yet (laughs) would be to evaluate which teams have mental health professionals on staff that's a really interesting point do you have a sports psychologist on staff do you have nobody Mm -hmm. do you have like a general psychologist on staff like do you encourage players to seek you know or, or do you when you have players come in for training camp do you start having psych evaluations too Mm -hmm. i don't know just throwing ideas out there gary bettman give me a call <laughs> so what's uh, interesting about that is the NBA actually does that. Like I'm I'm for the fans of the show, like I'm also a big NBA fan. And so they have like most uh NBA teams have Basketball both thought. a I know <laughs> a clinical psychologist who's like actual an actual therapist and a sports psychologist who is different. That's like to that's to help you like work on your game. The clinical psychologist is for like your real fucking life. Right, because a lot of these guys and also a lot of guys in hockey come from nothing. Yeah. And, and you're really young. A lot of times yeah. these guys have families when they're really young. Like, there's other people in, in your life that get affected by this. <laughs> my, my, my poor cancer Audrey uh, is getting so sad about her son Andre. I want him to be happy. If you're sad, you can talk to me. 
My DMs are open. I will be your therapist. I've been a therapist for so many men now. Yeah, exactly. Like, at least I would like some hot ones. Yeah, a hot one next time, please. Oh, should we talk about the game that we watched last night? Which was fun. It was fun. It was very fast. There were just, it's just speedy boys. The knights and the preds are just full of a bunch of speedy little dudes running around. They're hockey 2.0. I'm telling you, like, they're the future. I was watching a live stream the first period. I thought maybe I had pressed the wrong button. <laughs> if I, if it wasn't live, if I wasn't, if I hadn't been watching this game live, I would have thought that I had pressed the like one time fast forward button on my browser. Oh my God. They were that fast. The, the first period I could barely keep up with just because they were back and forth. So like they were reading, regaining possession every half second. Holy shit. The fun thing about last night was the two of the three Subban brothers were on the ice. Malcolm Subban was in net for the Knights, and he had a pretty decent game. He had a really good game. The the Vegas defense was just not there to back him up. And then PK was- Because they don't have Nate. PK was out there just doing his thing, jetting around. He had a great game. Yeah, so there were a couple times where, like, Malcolm would make saves on, like, PK's passes, and I was like- <gasps> oh. I was like, oh, family affair. This is cute. Their mom was there. She was watching. Lindsay Vaughn was there. She was watching. Queen. Most attractive. Oh, my God. Most attractive couple in sports. Thank you very much. If you guys haven't seen, like, the magazine cover of Lindsay Vaughn and P.K. Subban, oh, my God. I want them to adopt me. Can you adopt a 24-year-old? Can you legally adopt a 24-year-old? I want them to, like, sexually adopt me, though. Mm. I want to be their their third. You just want to slip in there real quick. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> Second shift. Let's go. You just get me as a bonus. Like, when you decide to be in a relationship this hot, you just get a bonus person. And it's me. Here I am. I'm a fourth-line grinder ready to get the work done. <laughs> Trying to make the team. <laughs> so the Preds won last night, I think 4-1 or something, because they had, like, a nice em- empty net goal at the end, I believe. I'm telling you, the Vegas is not going to do it this year. It's going to be a disappointing season for them. I'm not surprised that they lost last night because, like, the Preds are really good and they've been good for a while. Um, But the Knights, since we watched them a couple of weeks ago, have recovered pretty nicely from that skid they were in at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. They've bounced back a little bit. People are, and by people I mean hockey Twitter men, have started (laughs) not talking about how last year was just a flash in the pan for them they've been like oh yeah oh vegas is a real team that's right we knew it all along audrey and i spent about like 80 percent of our day ripping on twitter hockey guys we hate all of you yeah you're all garbage just kidding just kidding trash. except the ones who listen to this trash. podcast no you're fine. especially those trash to me oh whoa i'm just kidding uh you're all great no you're not you're all <laughs> great i love it when you just spout your stupid fucking opinions out into cyberspace I think that, like, hockey Twitter, especially, like, the realm of hockey Twitter that we're on, is extremely, like, reactionary. Yeah, it's <laughs> not in stupid. Politics. Not in politics, just, like, in... Stop having hot takes, just to have hot takes. Shut up. Yeah. Just warm, warm takes. Tell me who you want to kiss. That's all I'm interested in. That's right. Uh, it was a fun game. That's all I had to say. Uh, the Preds are really fun to watch. I love Roman Yossi. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, like, both the Preds and the Knights a lot, so I feel like we didn't need There was so much yellow in that stadium last night. That was what was overwhelming. Yeah, the Preds' yellow is not good. Also, I want to go to Nashville to watch a game. (gasps) Honestly, like, that's not very far away from me. Like, I could probably drive. Could you drive? I feel like Nashville's the kind of trip we could take if if we both just get into a real good depression spiral and we want to do something really spontaneous and dumb with our money we could just be like well we're going to nashville this weekend so bye 
Audrey, I'm down. Like, like I'm very depressed, so. <laughs> yep, some weekend we're just going to pop up in your town. We had a couple of people tell us about how fun the games are. I'm ready to throw some catfish. I'm ready to be thrown onto the rink like a catfish and have one of those beautiful Nashville ice girls just scoop me up. Just drag me off They're... like a dead <laughs> yeah. body. Yeah, like one arm by both my feet. They're Ew. so pretty. <laughs> They're so pretty. I want to be an ice girl so bad. I need to lose like 50 pounds, but then I can do I'm it. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I got to grow some new hair because mine is really gross right now. It's just very dry at the ends. And also you need to learn how to skate, Christina. Well, I've never, I've never done that. Yeah, I guess that's important. You got to strap some skates on at some point. Do the Caps girls, they don't skate. They just dance, right? So they have some girls who come out. And by girls, I mean women. They're grown women. But we're going to call them girls. Because, <laughs> you know, patriarchy. Uh, <laughs> some, so if, they, if the Caps win at the end of the game, sometimes some of their spirit squad girls will come out on skates and have like Caps win flags and they go around and they're like, wee with Slapshot. <laughs> and then other times they'll have girls on the ice who come out and do like things between periods, like games and, you know, for whatever goes on. Uh, and they're mm-hmm. just wearing regular shoes. Like they just run around on the ice in regular shoes. So I feel like there's a certain subset of the Caps Ice Girls who can skate, and then there's a subset that doesn't do that. So that's that's me. I'm going to be the non, the non, if the Blackhawks have that, I'll be the Blackhawks Ice Bitch. I want to just be one of those ones with the shovel. I want to be a shovel girl. That's a simple woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm actually just trying to get some work done here. <laughs> just trying, just trying to, to scoop. Help the team. Trying to scoop. Do we want to take some calls? Yeah, let's let's go to um what our nice sweet friends sent us this week. I want I would like to start with a text. Thank you, by the way, for calling and texting. This is really fun. Uh, we got a text from Rhiannon who said she is long time first time. Just wanted to let you know that I have touched the Stanley Cup. My fifth grade boyfriend's mom. First of all, props to you for having a boyfriend in fifth grade. Go off. Yeah, I was not cute. <clears throat> My fifth grade boyfriend's mom was a model. Wow, that took a Whoa. turn. Who dated one of the stars players. Whoa, it's getting crazy in here. And she took us to some, also find out who that stars player was. I'm just morbidly curious. She took us to some event where everyone could take pictures with the cup. At the time, this was a completely insignificant event in my life. And the only reason I remember it is because it was also the first time I ever ate Wendy's. That was excellent. (laughs) Wow. First of all, first of all, what did you have at Wendy's? Do you remember? (laughs) What was so important? Second of all, why did it take you until fifth grade to eat Wendy's? I don't think I had Wendy's until I moved to the East Coast. Oh, wow. Look at me. I'm Audrey. I eat healthy. I, I didn't say I eat healthy. <laughs> it's just like, I don't even know if I, you know, do they have Wendy's in Phoenix? I mean, probably, but I was... They definitely have Wendy's in Phoenix. I was eating at the Sonic up the street from my house. Like, Ooh, I want Sonic. Yeah, Sonic is dope. Uh, Wendy's is also dope. The Stanley Cup, very cool. Very cool. Good story, Rhiannon. Yeah, thanks for letting us know that you touched it. Hey, bunnies. It's Pat again. My scary NHL prediction for this season is that Austin Matthews will not be the same player when he gets back from his injury than he was before he got hurt. Also, I'd love to know if you guys have any weird conspiracy theories about the NHL. Mine is that NHL officials can't tell the difference between a hold and interference and call it whatever they want whenever they're feeling it. Thanks. Love the pod. 
All right, my weird conspiracy is that icing is not real. No, that was my weird conspiracy. Uh, yes, icing is Synergy. not icing is not a real thing. To me, it seems very similar to offsides. Like I don't know why there has to be ha- two. Why do we have a thousand different things that just mean the same thing? Right. Also, icing is a stupid, stupid phrase. Like the whole thing is ice. That's why yeah. it's our ice rink. Why are you calling you're it icing? icing if you're just on it? My other theory is that all the mascots are real. There's not actually people inside of them. Oh, Audrey. We've had this argument before. Gritty is real. And he's Gritty strong. Gritty is not real. He's my friend. He's not. He went to Barstool, remember? That just makes him more real to me because real things have flaws. <laughs> Excellent recovery. Also, Pat, Austin's going to be fucking fine, dude. Chill out. I I mean, I do like it because it is scary. Like, what if he comes back and he's bad? That'd be funny. I mean, it wouldn't be funny. It'd be really sad. It'd be funny. I mean, obviously, that's not going to (laughs) happen. Totally not going to (laughs) happen. I hear all of Toronto just hyperventilating. Yeah, I feel them from the north going. (gasps) I'm just laughing at the thought of, like, being a ref and talking to another, like, line judge on the the ice and being like, do you think that was a hold or interference? (laughs) I don't know. He's like, I don't know. We just called holding, like, in the first period. So, I don't know. Fuck it. Just call it interference. Whatever. Let's just mix it up. So, what I see a lot of in officiating, just in in my couple months of watching hockey, is they'll do, like, a lot of, like, comeback calls. Like, if they feel like they need... Yeah, which sucks. That's such yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that does suck. Just be but, like, they wanna, honest. But, like, they want to they give each team, like, an equal amount of power plays, which is stupid. Stupid. But. So we got another text. Uh, Hi, bunnies. It's Lonnie. Have we figured out yet why Carolina has a team? Because they deserve one. I don't know if they deserve one, but Justin Williams. They definitely have one. Justin Williams definitely deserves to be the doting father of 20-odd sweet boys that are his children. I love their celebration so much. (sighs) Here's the thing about the Canes. We got to all get on board. We got to just acknowledge that they're real and acknowledge that they're there and that they might actually uh, be decent this year. They're pretty good. That felt really weird coming out of my mouth to say, but Sebastian Ajo. You can't deny. He's on fucking fire. They're having fun. What a concept. Oh my God. They like to play hockey. And I don't know how much of this is like teams like are playing them like aren't prepared you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think so. Like, kind of that. a Vegas situation. But they definitely Except have in a, a team mostly Lonnie. empty arena. I was watching them play the Bruins last night, and Aww. there were so many empty seats, like, in the front row. We'll go. Carolina Hurricanes, get us out there. We will cover your game. I like them. They're really fun to watch. If you haven't seen a Canes game, I think you're going to you have doing? to do it. I think you're going to have to do it. At least one. Give them a chance. Give Peace a chance. <laughs> Hey, Bunnies, it's Justin in Vancouver. I was just wondering, which team do you hate the most and why? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Okay, which team do you hate the most, Christina? Sharks. Hate the Sharks. Why do you hate the Sharks so much? Personal reasons. (laughs) Christina hates the Sharks because she hates Sharks. The animal. I also hate Sharks. Yeah. Um, I also really don't like... I don't really like the Kings. I don't know. It's hard to like them because um, they're bad and old. <laughs> yeah, like I don't hate them, but like I hate the Sharks. Like I, I want nothing but bad things. To My girl to the hates sharks. the Pacific. I, they only play at fucking one a.m. Okay, who do you hate? The Pittsburgh. 
I hate Pittsburgh. Well, oh yeah, Pittsburgh well. is trash to me. Pittsburgh is trash to me, and the I had the best day today because everybody was mad at the Penguins today. It ruled. Uh, so last uh, this past weekend, there was a shooting at a synagogue in Pittsburgh, and the Penguins decided that they were going to do some performative allyship mm-hmm. at their game yesterday, which involved putting a kind of Star of David-inspired patch on it's their the jersey with the penguin on it, which I was like, okay, let's do that. Uh, I'm qualifying this with the fact that I am ethnically Jewish, so a lot of this had some weird, there were just some weird things going on in my emotions when I saw this. The second thing they did is for the puck drop last night, they brought out two cops who had been, they were two of the first responders to the shooting this past weekend Mm -hmm. who had like been injured. So they brought them out to do the puck drop. And then they also brought out a Blue Lives Matter flag. Don't love that. just held on to that little sucker in the background for all the photos. That was a choice. And I don't really think they understood the full nuances of what was going on there. But it was, it was bad. It was really bad. Blue Lives Matter. Anyway. Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yes. The penguins So people were, people were like mad at the penguins today, which made me feel better about the whole situation, to be honest. But I, I can't stand the penguins because Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin are really really good at hockey and they they get under the cap skin you know like no other team and it's decades long rivalry and all that other loyalty bullshit so i hate them hey bunnies this is Catherine from detroit uh this week i'm wondering which female hockey player has the most i guess powerful energy like which female hockey player gives off the most powerful energy like a woman you can look at and be like, wow, that lady could snap me in half with, like, a mean glance. All right. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Hillary Knight. Hillary Knight rules. I mean, like, I know that's a really obvious answer. Also, I don't remember their names, but the women who got married, the USA, mm. Canada women who got married. That was beautiful. Oh, my I God. I love that. They were so beautiful. Yeah. They were, like, so, their shoulders it's so completely, broad. So it's it's so completely tiny. unfair. And also, like, all of them could beat the shit out of me, like, absolutely at any time. I would like them to do yeah. that. I want them all to be my mom. All right. Guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to us rant about brains and Swedes and Austin Matthews again. Again. <laughs> He's going to be a regular feature on the show. Austin. We love him. Oh, let's go shopping. I will come to Toronto. Let's go shopping. No sex. I want to buy some fucking outerwear with you. Uh, also, please be sure to uh, rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. Real talk, if you rate us and or subscribe us, that makes it easier for people to find us. SEO and all that um, good digital mm-hmm. shit. If you like subscribe and you give us a good rating, just imagine that I'm giving you like a little... A little... Like on the top of your head. Just a little closed mouth kiss. Just a little... Yeah, it's not sexy. It's no tongue. Like, no tongue. Just a little peck. If you want to send me money, then it's tongue. Then but... it's only tongue. All right. All right. I gotta go. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye.